0: go oh, here we go let's go is back on the air i'm jim gray along with tom brady our program is brought to you by delta airlines delta believes the pursuit of perfection is a never-ending journey and every day provides a new opportunity to keep climbing towards that let's go moment visit delta.com to book today all right tommy we got a real special guest buddy go ahead and introduce him
1: yeah christian's been a uh, an incredible player well, since he began playing, I remember the first time I actually got a glimpse of Christian is, was in the Rose Bowl. He caught like an angle pass against Iowa and ran for about 75 yard touchdown. I was like, well, they're not going to catch him
0: <laughs> and
1: uh, continue to dominate basically every time he touched that ball in the Rose Bowl. And I just he was a dynamic player. Then he's a dynamic player now. And I think all of what he's done this year is a lot what he's done in the past. It's just, you know, it's a different team with some different opportunities. And They've been really dynamic on offense, so he's definitely, uh, you know, my mind, the MVP favorite, and uh, according to his quarterback, too, Brock Purdy, who says some amazing things about him, so um, it's great to have you on, my man, and, and and I know you'll say, because you're a great team player, the Super Bowl is the only thing that really matters, but, um, you know, with the offseason that the running backs have, do you kind of feel like an award like that would be pretty nice. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Well, I appreciate you saying that, man. I think uh, you know that mean, that means a lot. I don't, I don't, you know, I don't get into all the uh, award stuff. But to your point, I just think even being in the conversation uh, is an honor, and and specifically for that reason, and the timing of it with, you know, running backs and and some of the stuff. And and I think when you look at the history of the NFL and, and running backs. Uh, and where we're at now, every position other than a couple at some point has kind of had their dips as far as the market goes. And um, part of it is just fighting against the, uh, the franchise tag and, and fighting against different things going on um, around the league. You know, I don't know if that's why it feels good. It does, you know, it does feel good. Um, obviously, there's still, still a lot of football left, and that's really where my mind's at. But it's, it's cool to see a lot of the other running backs who are having a lot of success as well. I look at a guy like Derrick Henry, who who's inspiring every day. I mean, he's older than me, and he's all he's done is produce every single year and shown how valuable he is to his team. I look at it, guys around the league and who are you know continuing to have success, and that motivates me and continues to push me to you know compete with them. But also at the same time, you know it's great for the position.
0: You kind of had the same approach. You wanted to win the Super Bowl, but what did it mean to you to win the MVP award? You did it several times.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I felt like I was a lot like Christian. You know, I felt like the the team awards were, which was ultimately winning championships, was what it was all about. You can have a great individual year and you could be a really good player on a bad team, which is not very much fun. I mean, I think for me, it was always about celebrating the success with other players. And the best moments weren't accepting a trophy an MVP trophy was accepting a Super Bowl ring with, you know, all the people that played a part of that, that journey that from the, the players to the coaches, to the scouts, to the, the, the senior leadership on the team, the owners, the fans, the families, you know, that's why we got into this game. It was a team sport and we could have played other sports. You know, golf's a great sport. Uh, Tennis (laughs) is a great sport, but, for me to celebrate with my teammates, that's, that's ultimately, you know, what it, what it was all about. And I think Christian's got, you know, he's on a really great football team. I think what I love about that team is the way that Kyle uses, you know, he got Christian, really went out and got Christian and you just see, you know, that's why I really love Kyle as a coach because he's got a lot of creativity and he's found a lot of different ways to use a lot of different skill players on that team. And, Every player that touches the ball in the Niners offense is dynamic with the ball in their hands. I think it makes it so challenging for them to defend because Christian can catch passes from the backfield, he can line up outside and catch passes. He can get the ball uh, you know, from the backfield. Debo Samuel can get the ball in the backfield, he can catch the ball in the slot, he can catch the ball outside. Ayuk, you know, runs reverses, is dynamic with the ball in his hands. Kittle gets the ball a variety of different ways. And I think when you see that, it's a hard thing for these defenses to Get a beat on. Where's Christian going to line up? You could say, hey, we want to stop the run game because Christian's a great running back. Well, not if Christian's not lined up in the backfield, you know, and there's there's different ways them to adjust. So you really end up putting a lot of pressure on the other team when you could have the dynamic players, almost like a Swiss Army knife. So many of these guys on the Niners are. And even though it was my hometown team growing up and they passed over me six times, you know, <laughs> I still watch the Niners and – and, and uh, You know, those uniforms are, you know, still bring back a lot of great childhood memories. So I love someone seeing someone like, you know, Christian have the kind of year that he's had. And that team have the the type of year they've had because they've really earned it and they really have a great, cohesive team. And for a team sport, um, you know, that's ultimately what it's all about.
0: Jim Gray, along with Tom Brady and Larry Fitzgerald, our special guest is Christian McCaffrey. Let's Go is brought to you by Del Frisco's. From tender grilled steaks to decadent desserts and an impeccable wine list, Del Frisco's Double Eagle Steakhouse will surpass your expectations by treating you to an extraordinary dining experience. Visit DelFrisco's.com to make your reservation.
1: What's an underrated aspect of your game that people really don't know about?
2: Um, that's a great question. I, I feel like, you know, for every running back, the first thing you hear about when you when you go into the, the first meeting room, if you have a new coach, whatever it is, they show pass protection. that's That's widely known throughout every coach i've ever had of you can't pass protect you're not going to play i think to all the points you just alluded to when you talk about all the guys on this team um just kind of rewinding and, and where my mind's going it's i think that's why these individual awards don't not that they don't matter but they they really don't matter to me and, and it's because you have so many guys who are working together to accomplish a goal and whoever ends up getting the statistics of that game just happens to get the statistics in that game but understanding that it is such a team sport and so that's why I bring up pass protection because um you know if I if I know that there's a backer coming full speed in the a gap and there's nothing there's nothing there's not I mean there is technique involved in it but at the end of the day you know our our, my coach Bobby Turney is always like this is a it's a seven second fist fight when you're pass protecting and Yeah, Um, They might be bigger than you. They might have a full head of steam, but you have to find a way to not get your quarterback touched so that all the guys, all these receivers like Juwan and B.A. and Debo and George who are blocking for you all the time, um, that's your chance to reward them with a pass so that they can go and get some of their shine. And so that's something I take a lot of pride in. I haven't been perfect in my career, but. I definitely love it. And I have learned to love it and I've learned to enjoy why you have to love it. And it's because of that. It's because, you know, when you got like BAs blocking 70 yards down the field on, on exclusive runs and Debo's push cracking outside linebackers on, uh, outside zone plays. And George is one of the best blocking tight ends that the league's ever seen. And is so unselfish when it comes to that. And so when you do get your opportunity, you, you have to make those plays and, and protection and, um, you know, obviously, to keep the quarterback upright too, but it's it's so you can reward those other guys who are helping you out so much.
1: Yeah, it's a great point. It's such an underrated aspect of team football too. It's like, in order for you to have an explosive run, you need ten other guys. You, know, you got to get the quarterback to get you the ball. You know, they got to have the right blocking scheme up front, and you got to get through the line of scrimmage and then make things happen. You get to the second level, you need the receivers to go in there and do something for you or else the safeties are unblocked, which is hard to make those guys miss. That's what they're getting paid for. And vice versa. You know, when you see a great throw by a quarterback and a receiver catch it, you, you know, you look at the quarterback and the receiver and the ball, you don't look at the running back who's doing his job by allowing the quarterback time to step up in the pocket and make the throw from a clean pocket because you have taken that approach and block someone. And I think that's like, we would always sit in the film room and, you know, the guys who would do that would almost get more credit than the people who were actually, you know, throwing the ball and catching the ball. If there was a great block by the running back, man, that was that made me feel like, fuck, I could do anything with this guy. You know, this is this is the kind of guy I want to go to battle with and vice versa. If I saw a receiver care as much about blocking for the running back and the field as he did when he you know caught a caught a touchdown catch and you see that level of celebration, you knew you had something special. And it's not like that because a lot of receivers in the league go, you know, I get paid to catch the ball. I don't get paid to block. Well, you could say the same thing as a running back. Why well, get paid to run the ball, not block? Well, it's bullshit because you ain't going to win any games, you know, because it's, it's not right. a fair fight. If you got people taking plays off, then, you know, there's, there's not a lot you can do. It's a pretty frustrating experience. And being part of, you know, a few of those teams in my career, it's not nearly as fun because you realize when players aren't looking out for the whole team – you know, you're not going to have the degree of team success. And you guys are having that team success. And I watch, you know, big Trent in there blocking for everybody. Like yesterday, you know, you guys after the game, it was kind of great. You guys were joking after the game. I forgot exactly what it was. (laughs) Yeah, you're you're robbing big. So I see a little bit of the the resemblance and not saying that, you know, Trent's going to take the MVP away. But if there was an award given to the offensive lineman, you know, Trent would be the one to get it, in my opinion, because of what he does up front. He's pretty unbelievable.
2: Yeah, if if I had my vote, it'd be Brock as the MVP, and Trent would be the second in line. Um, I do won- I do get a vote this year, just so you know. Do you? Oh man, I do. Well, vote for Brock, man. That guy deserves it, man. I know, obviously, you respect that he he's been unbelievable for this team. And I hate when I hear people t- say anything negative. Oh, he's just a system quarterback. System. Everyone's a system quarterback. That's part of what being a quarterback is, in my eyes. I mean, I don't know much about the position I try to stay in my lane and just try to get open and block and and do all the other things but I mean when you play within a system that's that's about all you can ask for and then occasionally you make the plays outside of the x's and o's and that's all he's done all year um so he gets my vote but to your point um you know I think that's why that's why football is the the best game on the planet earth is because you don't have to be a talker you don't have to be a speech guy before the game you don't have to uh, it doesn't matter what you do or what you say. All that matters is is the silent tape. And when you turn the tape on the next day, you can you can tell who loves you. And it's the biggest, yeah. you know, it's the it's the biggest example of love when somebody's doing something unselfish for you and asking for nothing in return. And that yeah. happens all over the football field all the time on these good teams. And you know, I've been on the good ones. I've been on bad ones, and. That's the difference, you know and, and those plays like you said that are celebrated in the meeting room, uh, you become an outcast if, if you don't do that. If you're not one of those guys that's um, you know trying to even just following the ball in case something happens, you're ready to pick a fumble up, hustling to the you know in and out of the huddle. it's, it's those little things that just um, to me make, make it fun because it's it's contagious.
0: That's one of the, the greatest thoughts I've ever heard, and I've been doing this an awful long time. Where did you get that from? Because everybody's pointing to themselves. Everybody's on social media. Everybody says, "Look at me! Look at me!" It's all about me, of me, by me, and about me. Where did you get this other aspect from?
2: Watching the tape. I mean, I mean, honestly, that's it's when when you watch it consciously and you look at it over and over again, and you know, you see how hard people are straining. To get you those couple extra yards, um, to me that's that's a sign of love without saying I love you. You know what I mean? And it's 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 just cool that football allows you to do that. I don't I don't know if there's another game that you can do that as much as as this one. You know, I think in other sports you can have a lot of individual success and be on good teams, but there's a lot of one on ones and there's not as much that has to gel together. I'm not saying not at all, but. There's definitely not a sport that has as much as football, and I think that's why, I think that's why people love it, even without even knowing that that's why they love it.
1: <laughs> I think it's interesting too. To that point, you know, it's like we, there's so many. You have whatever 120 offensive, and defensive plays, and maybe 20 to 30 special teams. Maybe you have 150 plays in the game, and always after the game, you can look at the game. Let's say 150 plays, and go. Okay, those three or four plays decided the outcome of the game. Maybe it was a touchdown throw, maybe it was a game-saving tackle, maybe it was a strip sack. But when you're in the game, nobody knows which of those 150 plays from game play 1 to play 150 is going to be the one that changes the game. So the point is is like you got to treat every play like it's going to be that one play. But a lot of guys, you know, they on bad and I'll say certainly on bad teams You know, they they run a route full speed when they think they're going to get the ball. When they don't think they can get the ball, they don't run that hard. Or, you know, we talk about a a receiver blocking on the perimeter field. Yeah, he's how hard does he really block? Well, maybe that was the play that if he did block his guy and and sustain the block, you could have broke off one of those, you know, long runs like you've done a lot of times this year. And I think the thing that's really great about your team is you guys see that week in and week out. Is that something Kyle talks about with you guys? about, you know, sustaining those blocks. And, and obviously, and same way on defense, you know. It's like you've got a very similar style of defensive play where, I mean, I put when we played you guys last year and you guys kicked our ass, there was such an element of team defense too. If one guy missed a tackle, boom, another guy was coming in to clean it up. And, you know, you had guys that are sacking the quarterback and knocking the ball, forcing the ball out early. It's just – it's it looks like it's – It's a really cohesive group, you know,
2: from offense, defense, special teams. And is that something that Kyle really preaches to you guys? It's completely coached. It's coached every single day. And, you know, I talk about if if you don't do that, you're an outcast. Um, You know, we've, Tommy, I mean, you've had more influence on this game than anybody on the planet Earth. And, and, you know, we'll watch clips or we'll see clips of some of the stuff that you talked about uh, when you were playing and still today about how every play does matter and, the intent of each play, and uh, that that carries on. So, um, and and Kyle will use that. Like, a, you know, I mean, look, going into one of Kyle's meetings is as a football nerd, it's uh, it's so fascinating every day because you learn about the offense and you learn about the defense, and so you have to have in mind. You know, kind of what I've picked up is you have to have in mind the scheme that you want to run. You have to find the right guys that can execute the scheme, but you need both of those to cohesively come together in order to execute it. Because if you don't have the right guys in a certain scheme, it's not going to work. If you don't have guys that run and track the near-hit full speed without slowing down to try to tackle, it's a tough scheme because, you know, in our offense, they'll give you a couple – I saw it in training camp. They'll give you the checkdowns, but they're flowing so fast to the ball. If you're going to throw a checkdown – You better be good at making two miss. And if you make those two miss, you might get a couple more extra yards because the fleet is coming. And that's coached. And when you don't do that, I mean, in our team meetings, we'll sit there and watch it. And it's, hey, here's who's running to the ball and here's not. And so the the backup left guard sees the starting defense and sees, oh, this is what's going on throughout the game. This is why this didn't work. This is what's happening. And so football starts to make sense. And when it makes sense with the right character, guys, you can have success because – Effort is coached, you know, and I think a lot of times in this league, you don't guys don't know that they're not giving good effort because it's not coached to on this runoff. This has to be a mock nine go route to open up, you know, yeah. the, the seven route. Or hey, if you're if you're checking protection, you got to go into the flat. It's not just the check get to the flat because you're not getting the ball. Like you have to sprint to the flat to open up the, the you know the dig window uh, to get this guy out of there. And I think when you start to realize how, as you said, every play might be the play that makes the difference. Yeah. Uh, You know, I think I have one of the best running back coaches, if not the best running back coach to ever live, Bobby Turner. I mean, he's been coaching for for 51 years, and he always says for every play there's a coaching point. (laughs) And uh, I love that quote because it, it is so true. You know, every play there's something that needs to be coached. It's not just skip over this play, it doesn't matter. Each play has an intent behind it and everybody has a purpose within the scheme and uh, you got to you have to execute it or it won't work.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: As we continue our program is brought to you by K Jewelers. The holiday season is almost here, but there's still time to save on the perfect gift from K. Shop online at k.com or at your local K store and celebrate every kiss with K. Back with so much more right here as we continue on Let's Go, Larry Fitzgerald, Tom Brady, Christian McCaffrey, and I'm Jim Gray. Stay with us on SiriusXM. I'm
2: Jake Mintz. And I'm Jordan Schusterman, and we are the hosts of Baseball Barbercast. If you're listening to Tom Brady's podcast and you're thinking, I wish I knew more about the last active athlete to be drafted by the Montreal Expos, then boy, do we have a baseball podcast for you. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we're talking about Tom Brady. No, mostly we're talking about baseball, and you should join us and download Baseball Barbercast on the SXM app, available with all of our trials and popular plans, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. That's B-A-R-B-Cast. Let's go!
0: Welcome back to Let's Go. I'm Jim Gray, along with Tom Brady and Christian McCaffrey. Larry Fitzgerald will join us here shortly. Our program is brought to you by American Express. You know it's easy to get excited about going to a game. You just love hearing the sound of the whistle or smelling the game day concessions all the way from your seat. It's the stuff that reminds you of the thrill of the game. And you know Amex will be with you every step of the way because when you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it. Are you allowing yourself to be a 49ers fan again? Are you getting over this now that you're out of football?
1: Now, they passed me up six times in 2000. So, fuck them and that whole staff that kept me out because, you know, I had a chip on my shoulder for a long time. Now, I I like, I root for a lot of players and whatever team they're on, I always root for them. And I, I root for Christian because I really like him and he, how he plays and his style of play and his team first attitude, but not necessarily the colors of the
0: jersey anymore. Christian, that's a that harsh guy. assessment. It's I mean this so kid sta- sat up there during the catch with a finger in his hand and he's still he's 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 out of football now and he's still got nope. this going on. No, <laughs> I, no, I,
2: I resonate with that a lot. I I mean I, I think everybody gets it to an extent. Tom says it, which I love. Um, but no, I mean I, I completely get it. I mean I com- I completely re- that resonates with me hundred percent. And and I don't know if that my dad played ball obviously and just growing up with him. You know, I, I've always been very salty and, and had that chip as well. And uh, seeing you have it, it it's always fires me. That's like, the best player to ever play the game, and he's still pissed off. I'm like, it validates all of my emotions. I'm like, ah. I've, well, get it out there, Christian. Who is, that that nah. who is it that you hate? Who are you railing against? Come on. Throw it all out oh, here. It's the, dude, that time dude, of year. That's the holiday season, that spirit. Time, not enough time in the day, Jim. I don't have <laughs> enough time in the day to go through all that, but. No, I love it, man. I, like, you, got, you have to be that way. You know, you have to.
0: You get banged up quite a bit, your ankle, your shoulder. You just have such a workload, and, and you know, you bounce up most of the time. But how, how do you take care of yourself? What do you do? Man, that's, uh,
2: <laughs> that's a tough question. I mean, a lot of different things. You know, I think the, the biggest thing is playing this position, it's your body's everything. You know, it's it's every second of every day has to be dedicated to to your body and, and getting back to 100% or as close to 100% as possible. Um, and and in this game, each day kind of has a, a new problem, so to say. You know, one week you might be feeling, you know, my low back's a little tight. And so you work all week and you try to address everything, but with the low back and the emphasis. And then the next week you take a weird hit and your knee's all messed up now and then. So you kind of have to be very good at um, adapting and having answers for, for every part of the body and what can get you back to 100% by by Sunday or in this case Thursday and Saturday nowadays. But um, it's just really the mindset has to be, it's it's a full, I mean, Tom knows better than anybody on the planet. It's a full-time job and it, it takes a lot of sacrifice and a lot of um, dedication and uh, just to find the answers of, hey, how can I not miss a game? Yeah,
1: for sure. So I got an important question for you, and this has been on my mind, but are you or Brock more capable of growing facial hair? Because if you're going to grow like a playoff beard, who who's going to win that? I
2: know we're talking about <laughs> the MVP, but. <laughs> look, I, I can grow it. It, it just looks horrible because I can't connect the stash. So I end up getting like the Narnia, just the chin strap. I look like an idiot. Yeah. Um, I don't know if Brock's ever had a strand of hair come out of his face. He, he, he's still going through puberty, I think. So, I mean, you want to talk about the upside potential on somebody. I mean, he's he's just now hitting puberty, so he, he's going mean, to he'll be here the next 20 years at this rate. He might really start filling out. I agree. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Christian, you have your foundation. I know it's important to you, the uh, Logan Project. Uh, you've dedicated uh, yourself to uh, – young man, uh, Logan Hale, who lost his battle with cancer. And I know that uh, your cleats uh, are emblematic of that. Uh, tell us a little bit about it.
2: Yeah, so I, when I was in Carolina, I got a letter um, <clears throat> that said, there's a boy who's going through cancer right now who's a big fan. And uh, I signed a couple things for him, and I found out he had, he had passed away, unfortunately, and he got buried in my jersey. And I think it hit me. you know, It gives you perspective of how much bigger the game is. And uh, how much bigger it is than you. That kind of hit me hard, and so I read his obituary, and I just started to learn a little bit about him. And he was a really special kid. He, you know, he played sports. He was in arts, and he did all these different things. Loved by everybody. Very charismatic young boy. In his obituary, he wanted to start a foundation that provides Xboxes and gaming consoles for kids in hospitals who are going through cancer. He said that was his favorite thing wow. to do because that's how he could communicate with his friends was through playing a game of Madden or whatever it was. And I was like, Oh my God, this is, we have to do this, you know? And so that's how it all started. Really. He started it. So I'm just here trying to continue his legacy. That's why we called it the Logan project. And hopefully we can put a whole bunch of gaming consoles in hospitals all over the world. And
0: how do people go about finding it?
2: Uh, you can go on my, my website or, uh, the foundation website, dot org, And, um, that has all the information on how to donate. All the links are in, you know, the social, all the social media, uh, the Instagram bio and all that stuff. It's, it's all there too. So if you go to, that might be the easiest way. Just go to my Instagram and click the foundation link. It's awesome. Great job, man.
0: It's amazing.
1: Wrap it up with yeah. Christian
0: and we'll let him go.
1: Yeah. Well, I don't know this. Yeah. Just, I think for me, you know, I don't know last time we played you and I it was week 13 last year or so. It just, you guys completely dominated us and i just the thing i remember that day is the nfl afterward posted like a video after the game of all the guys on the team coming up to me and like you know being really cool and taking pictures with me so it's like a bunch of like fishermen on the dock taking pictures with like the prize tuna they caught so i just appreciate you not asking for a picture that day it was kind of a low point of my career
2: yeah. So, uh, my, a lot of my Christian McCaffrey memories. That's probably one of the tops. So I appreciate that. <laughs> you know what's funny is I I was so I'm like, part of me was like maybe I'll just shoot him a text or something because you know whether you know it or not, dude, you're fucking you're Tom Brady. You know what I mean? Oh, like, that's, I don't care what the you know we we all you know you're our hero, man. I mean, you you've done so much for this game, man, and and you you really set the stage on what it means to be a pro, what it means to compete. And so, uh, obviously it was all out of admiration, but part of me, like, I know how he thinks right now. Cause I know how he thinks. Like if that, if it were, like, I've been in those shoes where you get your ass kicked and I've, I've walked right off the field before cause I'm pissed off. And I'm like, man, I, should I have done that? I'm like, no, but fuck that. I definitely should have done that. Like, I don't. And so I get it. And then I went up and I just said hi. And I was like, I'm just going to keep it short and simple, man. And just say hi. And, um, but I know, I mean, I always appreciated watching you and, um, you know, being able to say I shared the field with you is an honor, man. So I appreciate you having me on the podcast, getting to chat a little bit, man. Thank you.
1: Thanks, my man. Yeah, best of luck the rest of the year. You guys got a great shop, and you know, you got to finish the job. And I know, you, I know you guys will give it everything you got. So proud of you. And I love seeing you do your thing. So keep it
2: going, my man. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. Thanks, guys. Jim, thanks.
0: Really appreciate it, Christian. Give my best to your parents. And uh, happy holidays. Let's Go is brought to you by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos Tequila is brought to you by those who drink it. Hey, Tommy, this Christian McCaffrey. Wow, that was just terrific. What a great attitude. Yeah, it's, God, it's great
1: attitude. And and I, and I love just he's he's got the humility. He's got the skill set. You can tell he's a great leader. And I think when you think about, you know, if I'm looking to build a team, there's guys that have – a lot of those intangibles like team first and he's got that and they've got a whole team full of guys like that. And I think Christian, when you have your best player setting the tone, everyone else has to get in line. And, you know, people, when I was with the Patriots thought, man, what, you know, they're kind of tired of the success, but how could you get tired of success when you're dealing with people that are thinking about the team, thinking about how to make an impact, even what Christian's doing in, in his own community, And you know, with this Logan project. So just really proud of him in every in every single way. We we need more players like that.
0: God, if you don't hear that and you don't like him, you better look at yourself. Talking about the love of his teammates and not wanting to point to himself. And uh like you just said about Logan, I mean, really, uh there's a lot of lessons to be learned by a lot of people if if they'll take the time to learn from what he had to say and really, really, really refreshing. Before we go, Tommy. We had Gronk on last week. Yeah. Did you hear him sing the national anthem the other day? <laughs> he practiced before <laughs> before our eyes last week. Did you hear it? Pretty unbelievable. I did see a
1: glimpse and I'm happy there were other people associated with the national anthem that day and I'm I'm proud of him for his effort. He's got a new nickname for me, Francis Scott Off-Key. That's my boy Gronk.
0: <laughs> yeah, if the band was in uh, sync, uh, Gronk was out of sync. <laughs> <laughs> Happy. We love him though. We love him. Yes, Uh, we do. Kudos to him for doing it. And uh it was lots of fun. Fun to have him on. Tommy, we wish you a Merry Christmas. You and the family. Uh have a great time. And we will talk to you next Tuesday, not Monday. We're gonna give everybody Christmas off, and we will talk to you on Tuesday. Merry Christmas, pal. Merry Christmas, my man. Have a great Christmas, everybody. We'll see you guys soon. That's the great Tom Brady. Our program, let's go, is brought to you by Chevron. Chevron is striving to lead the way in the energy transition. From deploying carbon capture and storage to producing renewable fuels, Chevron is tackling the energy of the future from all angles. That's energy in progress. And our thanks to everyone at Chevron and wish them a very happy holiday season and appreciate their support of our program. You can hear our entire full-length interview with Christian McCaffrey right now on the SiriusXM app. It's included in all SiriusXM trials and popular plans or wherever you get your podcasts. We want to wish everybody a very Merry Christmas, Happy Holiday Season. Thank you so much for being a part of our program and for listening every week. And thank you to our terrific producer, Dave the Snakehagen, as well as to our sponsors, who we're very grateful for. We wish them all the merriest of Christmas and the happiest of holidays. To the folks at Delta Airlines, American Express, K Jewelers, Casamigos Tequila, Chevron, TB12 Sports, Golden Nugget Hotel and Casino, and Del Frisco's. Let's Go with Tom Brady and Larry Fitzgerald was produced by 199 Productions in collaboration with Scratchy Productions and Shadow Lion. Listen to the full version of Let's Go every week on the SiriusXM app, included with all SiriusXM trials and popular plans. Just search Let's Go. Now for Tom Brady and Larry Fitzgerald, I'm Jim Gray. Thank you so much for joining us. And we'll talk to you again next week at a special time on Tuesday, right here on Let's Go on Sirius XM. Sirius XM Podcasts.